Welcome to the Pantsuit Nation podcast. Pantsuit Nation is an online community of 3.7 million people who have come together to build political and social power for women and our allies through activism, advocacy, and the power of personal narrative. Um, so those of you who have been listening for the last few weeks know that we have been talking to women running for office and a few other special guests to talk about the importance of voting in this critical election season. And I'm really excited about the guest that is joining me today. Um, I am joined by Cecile Richards, who is the former president of Planned Parenthood Federation of America and Planned Parenthood Action Fund, where she led a movement that has worked for more than 100 years to build a healthier and safer world for women, young people, and marginalized communities. And before joining Planned Parenthood in 2006, Cecile was the deputy chief of staff for House Democratic leader Nancy Pelosi. And in 2004, she founded and served as president of America Votes, which is a coalition of 42 national grassroots organizations working to maximize voter registration, education, and participation. Um, welcome to the Pantsuit Nation podcast, Cecile. Thank you, Courtney. This is exciting. I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> I'm so glad it worked out that you were able to come on right before election week. Exactly. Um, so this episode is going to come out on Thursday, November 1st, which gives mm -hmm. us five days before the election. Um, so what have you been up to in the lead up to the midterms and what do you plan to do in the remaining days? So I've been, you know, like a lot of folks traveling around the country First, listening to women and just seeing how motivated they are, and they are really motivated, I think, in this election. Obviously, a lot of folks don't vote in the off year, but I just got back from a, a swing from Florida where, of course, Andrew Gillum is running um, for uh, for uh, the governorship, and we've also got a lot of women candidates in Florida. Mm. Had a great two days with Stacey Abrams in Georgia, who I think is just the most spectacular candidate uh, that I can ever remember. Um, and spent some time in Texas, where we have a lot of competitive races, Arizona, and then ended up in Nevada, where the interesting thing about Nevada is not only they might elect another United States senator, there's a woman, Jackie Rosen, but um, they actually have the chance to, to have a majority women legislature in Nevada. That's the first time wow. in the history of the country. So there's a lot going on out there. That is so, so exciting. And now I have another thing to be watching for <laughs> on election night. Right. Um, <laughs> so the importance of voting is obviously like the hottest topic right now. Um, and I was wondering if you could give me your unique perspective coming from the work that you've done before and, and what you're doing now um, on why voting, especially in this midterm election, is so critical. Well, uh, I mean, of course, I think voting is always important, but in a midterm election, so many people don't go vote that it's it's just extra special, important, and particularly the fight over affordable health care and particularly women's health care. You know, one of the big, big um, campaigns we ran at Planned Parenthood was to get women's preventive care covered under the Affordable Care Act and also to prevent women from being denied coverage because of pre-existing conditions. We barely, barely uh, won that fight in the United States Senate mm. last time and protected access to Planned Parenthood and protected millions of people on health care. Um, right now, I think that really hangs in the balance. And who goes to Congress is going to determine whether or not, you know, millions of people keep their health care coverage or lose it. Um, and that's particularly important for the millions of people who have a pre-existing condition. So to me, Affordable health care and available health insurance is probably the single most important issue uh, on the ballot, and it's the one that uh, everyone's talking about across the country. Absolutely. It's certainly been um, a topic that has come up with 
every woman that I have talked to in the last couple of weeks who's running for office, because, you know, mm-hmm. I haven't been asking, you know, what's important to voters in, in your district? Um, and, you know, there are various other things that f- factor in, whether that's, you know, job opportunities or environmental concerns. But healthcare is the through line for every location, um, for every candidate that I've talked to, that people are just so focused on not losing healthcare. I, I agree, Courtney. And one of the things that's important is to know that there are a lot of members that are running for a re-election who voted repeatedly to end coverage for people with pre-existing conditions. So this isn't even just a kind of where you stand. It's we, There are people who have voted to take away health care from people. And so I think it's really important that everybody know where your member of Congress was in this fight because I think now a lot of people are trying to muddy the water because they realize the votes they took are incredibly un- unpopular. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So definitely be, um, get on the Google and find out where, how your um, representatives voted um, and get rid of them if they, if they didn't vote to keep healthcare. Um, so one of the other things that has been really exciting to watch is how, how large a role women are playing in this midterm election cycle. And that's, you know, it's candidates, obviously, um, but it's also organizing on the ground and really getting involved. And I know that you've been talking to women across the country. So what what are you seeing and hearing from women who have stepped up in this election cycle or people who um, maybe haven't yet and are are wondering how to get involved? What, What are you hearing? Well, I think a lot of this, of course, started with the women's marches um, back right after the, the last inauguration, where we saw, you know, so many people who had never been involved in anything political suddenly say, I've got to, you know, I realized maybe I just wasn't paying attention or I didn't have the time, but now I've got to make time. And women's groups have popped up all over America. And I'm sure a lot of the Pantsuit Nation um, community is part of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I've been in Ohio and Michigan, uh, Iowa, Georgia, everywhere I go, there are women's groups that have popped up and women basically saying, I may not have been involved before, but now how do I get in? Right. I think it's really important for women to recognize that, look, everything isn't going to go our way uh, on, no, on, on November 6th. So this isn't the end. This is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Women are the majority of voters in this country. And this is a time I just believe we have to organize more consistently around the things that women care about, it, economic issues, affordable child care, affordable health care, the kinds of things that affect every single person um, pretty much in this, in this uh, country. And re- realize um, if you don't know everything right now or you haven't got it all done, this is just, this is just a place to start. Absolutely. You you preempted my next question, <laughs> which was um, that it's inevitably, inevitably it's going to be a mixed bag um, on right, the 6th. Sure. And so we're going to wake up on November 7th, likely happy about some things and disappointed about others. And um, that message of thinking about what are those important things and carrying through your work around those topics um, after the work with the candidates is through is so critical. Um, so yeah, tell me more about what people can do um, when, you know, maybe they're, they're ready to put down their, um, their banners to vote for a certain candidate, but of course the, the banner needs to go up for um, certain areas of protecting rights. That's right. No, you're exactly right. And, and this, I mean, I've been doing organizing work my whole life, and I recognize that some people are just getting in. But that, to me, is the exciting thing, is that there are so many young people, including young women, who are going to vote for the first time this election, and they may not 
you know, their candidate may not win, as we know that there's a lot of young people who, who don't vote in the off year. So this is a chance to really take that energy and join up with a group now that wants to actually build power and build political power going into the next presidential. And also, frankly, fighting the fights we're going to have to fight at the state legislatures and in Congress to do everything from protect affordable health care, protect the LGBTQ community that has really been mm. uh, a kind of in the sights, unfortunately, of this administration to pr- protect families and the, the rights of families to stay together. I think there are going to be ample opportunities for anyone who cares about their community, about their family, about these issues to get involved. And if you can't figure out another way, email me or contact <laughs> me because there are, or, or Pantsuit Nation, because I feel like this is something we're going to all have to do together. Absolutely. I, I can't say enough about um, state level organizing and, and getting yeah. involved there. I mean, I'm, I'm in Massachusetts and um, that's certainly a place where, and I was talking about this last week, we are a pretty, um, you know, we're known as this liberal space, but our state, you know, needs to work on that at the state level to to create protections to make sure that we remain in that place. And so, yeah. you know, if people are in Massachusetts and they're worried about what to do next, um, you know, there are plenty of city and state level officials who um, can hear from you and would love your work. So, yeah, no, you're right. And look, there's a lot of issues like, like the affordable health care issue that's going to be back up before Congress. Absolutely. And the only reason we won that battle last time is because people at the grassroots level and, and millions of women organized. Um, I mean, one of the most interesting things to me is like, a, you know, 20% of this country in the last two years has marched on behalf of some issue or another. Mm. And we just have to keep that grassroots um, organizing going. Absolutely. Cecile, thank you so much for all of this advice. Where can our listeners follow you on social media? Um, I know I love to watch you with all of your energy um, all around the country. So um, hopefully that they'll be <laughs> equally as inspired. Well, I mean, I'm uh, I'm definitely on Twitter, but my my jam is really Instagram. Yes. <laughs> That's where I like to. I've actually been putting up um, a woman candidate every day for the last a couple of weeks, so that people know of the vast diversity. Uh, of women that are running and the talent that's out there. And again, some of these women may not win this time, but they're going to be even better candidates next time. Absolutely. Um, So you can follow Cecile at Cecile Richards on Instagram. And um, like I said, highly recommend. Great follow. Um, Definitely you can get (laughs) really great ideas for people who to support. Um, And certainly after this election, looking at, just like Cecile just said, some of the people that maybe won't win, but we can um, look forward to them in the next election cycle. So thank you again for joining me on the podcast, Cecile. Absolutely, Corley. Thanks for having me. Okay, always amazing to hear from Cecile Richards. This is a woman who has been on the front lines of the work to protect health care for um, all kinds of marginalized people. And um, she's out there working every single day. When you follow her on Instagram, you will find that out. Um, so thank you, Cecile, for coming on the podcast. Um, So now it's time for the call to action, and I'm sure it will not come as a surprise, but I've got two calls to action. One of them is vote, and the other one is help get out the vote. 
So the first question to ask yourself is, do you have a voting plan? Do you know where your polling location is? Um, do you know what time in the day you're going to go vote? My polling location changed this past year. So I can advise you to not assume that it is in the same place. You don't want to show up at you know the school gymnasium and find out that it's actually at the uh, town hall around the corner. So um, go to vote.org and check on where your registration location is. Um, and of course, we really, really need the help of every person who can participate to turn out other voters. TheLastWeekend.org is still taking signups and will through Election Day. So grab a shift. You can do um, as few as one to three hours or up to every all day, every day, um, getting out the vote. And um, together we can really make a difference in turnout in these midterms. And turnout is going to make a difference in how the election um, actually comes out. So that's TheLastWeekend.org, TheLastWeekend.org, um, and sign up for a shift. All right. So now I'm going to pivot away from the election to something that brings me joy, like I talked about last week. Um, and that is books. I just, I love to read. It's a great way to step away from um, all of the things that are going on on the internet and social media all the time. Um, and in 2015, a woman named Glory Edom started a book club and Instagram account called Well Read Black Girl. And it has since grown into a massive online following. There is a festival. And this week, Glory published her own anthology called Well Read Black Girl, Finding Our Stories, Discovering Ourselves. And it is for that that Glory is getting this this week's golden pantsuit. Um, the book features essays from black women writers about the first time that they encountered characters that they related to in literature. Um, Glory identified a missing space in the literary world, and she's created this incredible community around supporting the writing and reading of black women. Um, so let's hear a little bit from Glory about how she started from a conversation that she had with PBS Books. It was something that happened really unexpectedly. My boyfriend gave me this t-shirt that said, well-read black girl very simple. I would wear it out into the community. I would be at the gym, at the grocery store, and it would just spark so many conversations. And from there, I had the thought to build something greater from it, to maybe do Instagram, to do a newsletter, um, to actually have a space where we like spoke together in, in, in the, a book club form. It, it really wasn't something I really thought it would lead to this or even an award or this, all these like wonderful, wonderful things that are happening. I just wanted a space where like women could come together and talk and hang out and talk about the books and how we feel about the books. And um, it's been really, really kind of almost surreal to have something start to happen so small and organic and develop into something much, much bigger than myself. So congratulations to Glory for all of the work that she has put into growing this community. Um, she, in that clip, you can hear um, how humble she is about this thing starting out small and really becoming something incredible. Um, and it's just a total testament to her perseverance in making this something larger than I think her initial gathering was like eight people. Um, and so now it is thousands of people coming together online to celebrate wonderful authors and the people who are moved by their stories. Um, so that is more than deserving of this week's golden pantsuit. You can check out Well Read Black Girl on Instagram at Well Read Black Girl. So congratulations, Glory, on your book and your golden pantsuit award. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the Pantsuit Nation podcast today. Thank you so much to our guests, Cecile Richards, and to our team at Cadence 13, who I get to be in person with in the studio for the first time ever. So big shout out to Lou for helping me out this week to navigate this new experience. 
Um, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, please do leave us a review. You can visit us at pantsuitnation.org and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at pantsuitnation. Subscribe to our Facebook Messenger platform by going to our Facebook page and clicking on Sign Up. And we will be back next week. And remember, please, this democracy is your democracy. So stay engaged. And for the love of everything good, get out and vote.